0: Welcome to Brown Popcorn, the podcast where me and a guest review movies and TV shows. Please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. All time codes are in the description. Enjoy the show. What's up everybody? I hope you're all doing good. I am back. So, you might be wondering, Nestor, it's a Wednesday. You're supposed to upload every weekend. What the hell happened the last two weeks? Okay. Alright, alright. So a combination of laziness slash there isn't uh any guests that I can have on this podcast. Uh, you know, due to being safe. Um just pretty much made me not want to upload just any content. I want to upload something that I'm actually like semi proud of at least. So I thought, you know what, I'll wait a while. Also, the movie selections, they haven't been very good. Like, on Netflix, I saw there's a new Chris, uh, what's his name, Chris Hemsworth movie. That movie looked uninteresting to me. And look, I've seen some terrible movies for you guys. But that, this is just too much. I, I can only see so many bad movies, you know. So, what I did is I went to the Netflix trending page skip the Chris movie then saw on the second uh like it was number two I believe number two or number three is this movie called the Willowbees which is like an animation movie so we're gonna be uh hearing my thoughts on that movie and also the most cursed movie of all time yeah that's a direct quote from the movie so it's gonna be Antrim I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of it. It's on Amazon Prime, so we're going to get into that. But first, I want to bring up something that has come to my attention. Whoa, there was a fly in here. Something that's come to my attention. Um, So I have, th- this has been brought up to me before, but I have some friends that have told me. They're like, hey, Nestor, why do you criticize everything? Why do you criticize movies or games or... What's the point? Nobody cares about your opinion or it doesn't make a difference, right? So, I want to tell everyone listening to this podcast, people are constantly going to tell you that it's wrong to criticize. There's this like this stigma to it, right? But we should all be criticizing everything. That's just how life works, you know? If if you don't criticize things, things don't get better slash recognized, you know? You should always be it's like remember when you guys were in elementary school and they would say um the smart kids are the ones that always ask questions. Now when I was in elementary school I thought oh hell no I'm not going to ask any questions. I'm too shy. But when you think about it it's true because if you have a question and you you know you stay quiet it's not going to get answered. You're not going to find out the answers to all of your questions. But that one smart kid in the front of the class that's always asking questions even if he's dumb or she's dumb, uh, he he or she, even if they're dumb, they're going to find out answers. So, you know, I implore everyone to do the same thing. Always ask why. You don't have to do it all the time, but sometimes, yeah, go ahead, do it. Ask why or or try to make things better. You know, you don't have to be an athlete to criticize the NFL. You don't have to be a politician to talk about politics you know everyone's entitled to their opinion and i think it makes it better because if we didn't criticize things then they wouldn't change anything what's the point you know so that's my thoughts on that so let's get into the reviews The first movie that I'm going to be reviewing and talking about is The Willow Bees, which is a new movie on Netflix. It's animated, looks kind of like Claymation, kind of, you know, that kind of mold of, of a movie. And it's got a lot of famous people doing voices. It's got Will Forte, uh, Maya Rudolph, Alicia Cara. Uh, she's that one singer with that beautiful song you've probably heard a gazillion times on the radio. It's even got R- Ricky Gervais playing a cat. So there's, there, there's some, you know, some star power behind this. So you, you're probably wondering what kind of story got all of these people to do this movie besides the money. So the plot of this movie, it, there's like two plots, okay? So the superficial plot is that basically these children have terrible parents and they want to get rid of them. So, you know, what, what do you do when you want to get rid of parents? You get them to go on a vacation. So they make a fake vacation and they send them off, uh, you know, so they could get away from them. But that's not the real plot of it, okay? And we're, we get down to the gritty on the podcast. The real plot of this is that the kids are trying to murder their parents. Yes, you heard me right. This is a children's movie, but it's kind of dark. They are legitimately trying to murder their parents. I haven't seen a children's movie with such a dark plot since that one movie with the rabbit, what was his name? The Brer Rabbit or... I forgot the name, but you know how he tries to kill after a certain point someone with an allergic reaction? Yes, this is that again. The whole point they're sending him on the vacation is because they're hoping that the parents, due to being useless and dumb, die in one of the the like many landmarks. So I mean I I don't have kids, but you might have to find ways to explain that part if they can catch on to it. If they're a little on the older side, you know? But Yeah, I mean it's an interesting plot, I guess, to say the least. So the movie starts off I think it starts off well. Then it kind of goes into I think the, the intro, the animation, the story, they're all good slash like, you know, they're interesting enough. But then when it gets to the middle of the movie, it starts kind of slowing down. And I will say, there's certain parts of the, of the characters. So you're following basically four kids. It's the main boy, uh, his sister, and their two younger twin uh, brothers. Well, I believe that they're boys. So, um, they get rid of the parents relatively early. Um, this isn't a spoiler, by the way. This, they even show this in the trailer. And they get a nanny. So, they are trying, they, you know, they find out what love is about. Uh, values of family. So, you know, your typical kind of stuff. And it's being narrated by a cat. So, um, if you don't like movies with narration. That, you know, this might hold you back a little bit. But it's not like it's too much. It's not like it's uh the cat talking the entire time. It's one of those things where he's narrating, but he's still affecting the events of the movie. And so I would say the middle drags on a little bit. And you do think... So initially something happens and you think, oh man, the whole movie is going to be about this plot this plot point i won't say what it is but that's what you think that's what it looks like but then it turns into a whole different thing so like me when i was watching it i thought oh crap this is gonna be about this thing that just happened and oh this is gonna be so predictable no keep watching it it actually is not about that and you'll recognize it when you see it it's in the beginning of the movie you're gonna think oh my god it's gonna be all about this specific person No. No, no, no. That's not the case. Keep watching it. It's only sprinkled in there. So it's not as predictable as you think. Um, That being said, it is a kid's movie. So, you know... Oh, I forgot. Terry Crews is the voice of of a character here too. (laughs) So he's pretty cool. He does a good job too. All the voice actors are good. Obviously they got a singer to play the girl. So she sings in the movie. There and this is a big deal for me because I hate music in movies. I know, I know, everyone you know put down the freaking pitchforks. You're gonna start talking about how oh, but Disney movies, everyone sings in the songs. Moana, Moana, oh, uh, uh, what's that dumb song everyone likes? Um, dang, and I'm gonna have to come in my head. The one of you're welcome, you're welcome. Okay, i mean, let me let me go on this little quick you know side thing here. I hate when animated and live action movies have singing. I don't know why now it's suddenly become very accepted, I guess because of Disney, but everyone accepts that there's a bunch of songs and they like it. For me, that song, the song parts are boring. I don't want to hear a bunch of singing. If I wanted to hear singing, I'd go put on my Spotify and listen to music. I don't want to hear kids singing, or adults for that matter. The songs aren't, most of the time they're not good. And I don't care for them. I feel like there's exceptions to this. Because I do like the music like from the original Aladdin. And like, you know. But it's far in between the ones that are actually good. And it's even worse when they put 30 freaking songs in one movie. I didn't sign up for a musical. I, I just want a freaking normal animation movie. And this movie only has one. Well, it has one, like one and a half songs in it. So you're not going to get annoyed. And they choose a good time to play the song. And it's not like Moana where there's four songs that are the same. Sung over and over and over again. So if you're not a fan of singing like me, this movie, perfect. Got one song, well, like some like one and a half. So you'll be fine. The movie's only an hour and 30 minutes long. So not too long, doesn't drag on too crazy. And it's, it's a very... I don't want to say Tim Burton-y kind of animation, but it definitely isn't as, it is colorful, but it isn't as lively as you would think. And the moment you load up the movie, you'll see exactly what I mean by the way it looks. So, I would say, overall, it's a, it's a fine movie, it's not great, it's not bad, so I'm going to give it a regular popcorn rating. So you can check this out, it's on Netflix, and you might as well, right? I mean, we're already paying for all these subscription fees, so might as well go see it. The most cursed movie of all time. They say that if you watch the movie, you'll die. So that's what I saw in the movie Antrim. If you haven't heard, this is the movie that has caused like a crazy sensation, it's been trending. It's on Amazon Prime Video. And it's being, I guess the big thing about it is that supposedly after you watch it, you die. Kind of like The Ring, but in real life. And the movie Antrim is like a documentary where they talk about this movie and then they show you the movie. Now, I have seen the movie and, well, I'm still alive. So, they present it kind of like it's found footage that was filmed in the 80s. And if that's your kind of shtick, then, you know, you're going to see it. And you're going to enjoy it. But I have some things to say about this movie. And, oh man. So, okay. So the movie opens up, and it's like a mockumentary. They talk about, you know, they're interviewing some people about the movie and how it's about the, like, it's this devil-cursed movie. And you see it and you die and all this stuff. and. That stuff to me is interesting, right? Anytime there's a mockumentary where they kind of make it seem like there's some kind of supernatural thing to this film or to... that That's interesting to me. Kind of like the Blair Witch Project. This movie is very much like that. Um, Where in the beginning they kind of set it up and they have interviews and they talk to people and then they actually... You know how in Blair Witch they actually go into the forest? In this, this is similar, but instead they play the actual film. Now the cinematography and everything looks great you know there are times where it looks kind of like you could tell it's really obvious this was not filmed in the 80s <laughs> like like the, the the quality's too good but for the majority of the time i don't think it's too, it's too bad and if you're wondering okay so what's the actual movie about um basically uh this brother and sister Go into a forest. To dig a hole to hell. To get back the soul of their dead dog. And. Originally the movie seems like. They both are kind of crazy. And based on one comment made by their mother. They think that their dog is in hell. So they got to get its soul back. But. uh, Pretty soon you start figuring out that the sister isn't crazy. She's kind of doing this to help him cope more than she actually believes any of this crap and matter of fact she has like a book of spells and stuff and she just made everything up so this movie also does a thing where it's like um are they really going through the rings of hell uh is this all just like they're pretending it's all in their head uh you know they they flashed like demonic stuff throughout the movie uh there's even a, like another couple that's in cut into the movie so it it starts off interesting enough you know the premise is good it is kind of spooky it's weird but but then l- once it gets to like kind of the middle it gets kind of boring it feels like they didn't do enough with the premise of the movie you know if you've got a movie about a 1980s like, mockumentary that was found. Like, there's more stuff you could have done with it. The more, more demonic or more, like, creature, you know, get crazy. There's nothing that gets crazy in this movie. Like, this is the kind of movie where they're like, oh, you you see that, like, I don't know, uh, you see that duck? That duck is a demon in disguise. Come on. I'm not, how am I supposed to be scared of a duck? You know, it's just a duck. I understand it could be a demon or whatever, but I mean, come on. Like, th- sometimes you need a. This is a movie that I think would have done better in the scare tactics and stuff if it progressively got more like you know spectacular. If there was more CGI or or demonic things and stuff like that, but it that doesn't happen. It just keeps proceeding kind of the same i do like the aspect of it where you're kind of thinking the whole movie like are they really in hell is this like just bad luck or are they just kind of crazy i mean the biggest you know when the biggest question i had is how the hell did they take so much food to last them several days in the forest that's a bad sign i should not be i mean i'm always thinking about food but i should not be thinking about how they're keeping alive with no like well, they have some food, but they don't really show you much of it. When I'm thinking that you've done a bad job. There's no way that when you're going through a journey through hell, I should be thinking about what the hell they're eating. So, you know, come on, step it up with that. But other than that, I um I will say the actors are are fine. Uh fine to great. I will say the little boy is a better actor than the girl, I believe, in my opinion. Um, and most of the time, kid actors can be real annoying. You guys know what I'm talking about. Some of those kids, they won't shut up when in the movie they're just crying or like overacting. But, the, you know, they're both, they're both uh, good at their job here. So, there is a, this movie is definitely not for kids. There is a lot of semi-nudity. A lot of uh, demonic stuff being shown. And obviously you don't want a kid around that. But, I mean, unless you want to as a parent. I mean, I'm not the parent of your kids, but I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, It's not very scary. There's not uh, any jump scares. Um, It does get kind of dark, like I said. Obviously it's a satanic movie, but there is one scene in particular that was very dark. That I thought, oh crap, this is really happening. But uh, other than that, there's nothing too, too crazy or anything. I would say that most horror movies of today show way more blood, show way more sexual things and stuff like that. This is kind of tame. Compared to like Midsommar, that thing was wild. So this one is definitely more more normal, more stable. So I would... Rate this movie regular popcorn. It's missing some some key scares. The premise is great. I always find all that kind of Dante's Inferno kind of stuff interesting. That's actually why I love the movie uh, as above so below. But I feel even that movie with its shortcomings does a better job of you know fleshing out the idea than this one does. There's not enough scary things. This is more psychological but still, you know, you could do a little of things here and there. So, it's on Amazon Prime Video, you know. Uh obviously, you can if you have it, might as well watch it. But I will say that kind of temper your expectations on this movie. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for staying tuned even though there wasn't a new episode in 2 weeks. I'm going to try to post a new episode this weekend. You know, it's kind of crazy. I've been you know, been busy with some work stuff and uh you know some of these movies they're just not that very they're not great. <laughs> like I don't wanna see some of them, but I'll I'll try to, I'll see what's what's trending, what's new. So you can find us at Brown dot popcorn on Instagram. You know, um I post new content on there. And pretty much thank you guys. Wherever you're listening in the car, on the drive home, um, at your house, whatever. Thank you guys. Stay safe.